Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. WXME AM 780 Monticello Holton Presque Good morning, Aroostook County. This is the Aroostook Watching Radio Show. This is Jack McCarthy, your host. We're coming to you live on the Constitutional Radio Network, the Conscience of Maine. We are coming to you on 780 AM, Superstation WXME out of Monticello, and throughout the state on our microtransmitter network in Westbrook and the Back Bay of Portland. We are on 88.1 in Bangor and Brewer, 96.5 in... Lewiston on 1700 AM. We're just going to go through a few things today and see if we can catch up on some of the stuff we haven't done in a while. There's all kinds of stuff happening. Let's uh, start, as is our custom, in in Scripture with Galatians 6, 7, and 8 from the Amplified. Do not be deceived and deluded and misled. God will not allow himself to be sneered at, scorned, disdained, or mocked by mere pretensions of professions or by his precepts being set aside. He inevitably deludes himself who attempts to delude God. For whatever a man sows, that and that only is what he will reap. For he who sows to his own flesh, lower nature, sensuality, will from the flesh reap decay and ruin and destruction. But he who sows to the Spirit will from the Spirit reap eternal life. That's what it's about, folks. Not only reaping eternal life, but sowing into other people's lives and taking a few people with you. Not by the power of the sword, but by the power of persuasion and the work of the Holy Spirit. Okay, let's see. Where do we go from here? Let's um, see what happens here. Check in with the chat room. You can always catch our shows on the... uh, Our archives are always available to anyone on TalkShoe.com, T-A-L-K-S-H-O-E, TalkShoe.com. Go there and look for Rustic Watchman. You can also put in the little code number that is our... Uh, assign number 52956, and it will take you right to the uh, home page where you can download, listen, whatever, to any of the old shows uh, for the last five years. Unbelievable. 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 Okay. A uh, quick announcement here from the CPA. Here's what we need you to do. 
President Obama, in last night's State of the Union address, asked both parties of Congress to give him fast-track trade authority. He said that the goal was to protect American workers with strong new trade deals. But we know better. These deals would be more the same job and industry-killing trade and global governance deals. We can stop the GOP leadership and Obama by acting quickly. Do this today. We need people to make some phone calls. Call the switchboard at the Capitol, 202-224-3121. Do it again, 202-224-3121. Ask for your representative and senators and tell them don't support fast-track trade authority for President Obama or any other president. Don't support fast-track trade authority. Let's see. You should call Pingree and King and uh, who won? Uh, uh, who's Parliquin? We need to do this, folks. Do not support fast-track trade authority for President Obama or any other president. It's just a quick call. Do it today. It's important. They pay attention if they're swamped. Because not, because, not that they'll actually vote the right way. Oh, that would be insane. But people that are paying attention to what's going on get nervous. That's the only thing we can hope for is to make them nervous. Give them a call, 202-224-3121, and tell them, ask for your your uh, senator or representative, and uh, give them a message. No on support fast-track. Do not support fast-track trade. It's a killer. Okay, let's see. What do we got? There is so much stuff. Oh, do 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 here we go. Just from the kind of, from the, uh, for what it's worth department, a little, a little on the lighter side, un- unbelievably foolish, but at least it's not more dead people. A middle school principal. This, this is, this is security in Alabama. This is how they want to take care of your students in Alabama. I'm sure glad they're so concerned with the safety of their students. A middle school principal wants to stockpile cans of corn and peas in classrooms for students to hurl at possible intruders as a last defense. In a letter Friday, this was written uh, January 13th, Priscilla Holly, principal at the F or the W.F. Burns Middle School in Valley Chambers County, asked parents to have each student bring an eight-ounce can item, the can could, quote, listen, listen to this, this is unbelievable, the can could stun the intruder or even knock him out until the police arrive, Miss Holly wrote. The canned food item will give the students a sense of empowerment to protect themselves and will make them feel secure. The school superintendent said the request had brought few complaints. They've got to be out of their minds. Feel good? Really? 
We're going to hurl cans of peas at an intruder. That will really, that maybe, 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 just maybe that'll work as the intruder falls on the floor laughing as he's being pelted with canned peas and some canned corn. So it would be succotash, right? But that's okay. That's, that's, that's just great. And he stands up and kills 30 of them. Come on. What? I don't know. I, don't imag- I can't imagine how anyone could actually verbalize that without, without laughing at themselves. How could anyone actually think that that was an appropriate thing to do? Unbelievable. I mean, I mean, this is in the New York Times. This is not. This is not. This is not Jack and Steve. Oh yeah. Okay, we'll kill that one. Let's see. Um, got one here. Politico. Oh yeah. The. Um, this is about the the trade agreement. You need to hear just a little bit about this. This is why you need to talk to these people. It's kind of amazing. We've got the totally extreme loony left and many of the Tea Party people against this fast track. It's important. Unabashed liberals Rosa Delario and Keith Ellison. Keith Ellison? Unbelievable. If there's anybody I don't want to work with, it's Keith Ellison, the guy that took his oath of office on the Quran, yeah, are finding themselves taking sides with Tea Party-backed Republicans Walter Jones and Duncan Hunter in the fight against a common enemy, the White House GOP-backed trade agenda. White House GOP-backed trade agenda. That should be enough to make you nuts that the GOP would endorse anything that this White House has to do or say. The extreme political opposites are pushing back on trade just as Barry Sartoro unleashes his cabinet on Capitol Hill for an aggressive lobbying campaign to promote his plan. The White House's goal, persuading the president's own party to join with Republicans to give him a critical piece of legislation that would fast-track congressional approval of the largest free trade agreements in history. Wow. I believe that there will be Republican votes against fast track for whatever reason, Delario said. They have the same issues in their district with regard to jobs that all of us do. Anyway, you slice it, defeating the fast track legislation will be difficult for these strangest of bedfellows, forcing the extreme left and extreme right to work in close quarters in a house dominated by the GOP which has identified trade as one of the few areas where it can work cooperatively with Barry Sartoro. The legislation is considered critical for gaining congressional approval of a pair of blockbuster trade deals with 11 other Asia-Pacific countries and the 28-nation European Union, which combined account for about two-thirds of the world's GDP. The bill would give the Obama administration wide latitude to negotiate deals while limiting Congress 
to an up or down vote on the final agreements without the possibility of adding an amendment during debate. That would give the other countries the confidence to ink the agreements without fear that their hard-won concessions will be undone by recalcitrant lawmakers. Hey. Tea Party and other conservatives oppose the legislation because they say it would cede Congress's congressional authority over to over trade to a White House they don't trust. Progressives, backed by labor and environmental groups, say the bill will only make it easier to strike new trade deals that would send U.S. jobs to countries with deficient labor and environmental standards. Again, the situation here, folks, is not whether it's a good idea or a bad idea. It is a way to modify that literally changes the functioning of the separation of powers. It changes who has authority. It changes the balance of power within the government. It takes, it restricts the Congress in, in direct violation of, of its actual job. It gives more authority to the president than the president is allowed to have. So even if even if you think it's a good idea, it's a bad, bad process. It modifies your constitution, which is how they've done everything over the last hundred years. Bad news, you do not want to fast track is just a way around the checks and balances that are there to limit the government. We've got to understand the basic fundamental issue here is limiting the government. Get it? Got it? Okay. Back. I'm going to give you that phone number again if I can find it real quick. I had it in front of me. Where did it go? I just had it. I know I just had it. Where is it? CPA action. There it is. Phone number 202 It's important, folks. Do it, please. Okay. Next. Uh, you got to have to. You got to listen to this. We're just covering some things that might wake you up early this morning. The real reason George CIA Bush invaded Panama? Really? We all know that. It was because of that creep Noriega, right? Well, hmm. think about this for a minute. Take it for, for what it's worth. Lou Rockwell. This was from Lou Rockwell and uh, written by Robert Wenzel. Uh, he was found strapped into a sport explorer submerged beneath the California aqueduct this is screenwriter Gary DeVoe what what, what the heck Uh, oh yeah okay it it ties in I'll I'll figure it out here this guy this was a hot link to a daily mail story discussing the mysterious death of a Hollywood screenwriter, Gary DeBoer. He was found strapped into his Ford Explorer, submerged beneath the California aqueduct in 1998. 
His hands were missing, as was the script he was working on. The script was the big deal, the hardest-hitting film studios have ever seen, featuring disturbing details about the invasion of Panama. The Daily Mail continues. DeVore's research for the end product included an article from London's now-defunct Sunday correspondence alleging dictator General Manuel Noriega, the bad guy, had compiled a stash of, again, here we go, this is what goes on all the time, a stash of sex tapes featuring, what, perverts? Lowlights? People from the Tenderloin? No. Top-ranking U.S. officials. Lovely. Noriega, the article explains, ran a well-known honey trap, inviting diplomats to his home filled with alcohol, drugs, beautiful women, and beautiful men, and covertly filming their antics. After years of research, Dr. Alford suggests the film may have implied the invasion was nothing more than a diversion that would allow the U.S. into Panama to steal back incriminating photos of senior U.S. officials that Noriega could have used as blackmail. Uh, The story dovetails with a reported economic policy journal. A few days ago, I spoke to a former Marine who was one of the first Marines leading the U.S. invasion. The guy's pretty red, white, and blue kind of guy and gave me some patriotic reasons for the invasion. You know, the normal Noriega was a bad guy kind of stuff. But after carefully probing and questioning, it became obvious that even he had some reservations about what the invasion was all about. This is what he finally said. You know, there was something else going on when that evasion took place. We had some target buildings we were given to destroy. The buildings weren't any type of military threat to us, and we kind of looked around at each other and said, what the bleep is this all about? But we followed orders and blew the buildings up. I really think that grabbing Noriega was a secondary reason for the invasion. There was something else going on. He had a puzzled look on his face at this point. Why would you blow up buildings that there were no military threat unless you wanted to destroy items in certain buildings but didn't know exactly where in the buildings the items were? Indeed, there is something very mysterious about that invasion. Hmm. That's the invasion prompted by, directed by then President George Bush Sr. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Remember, prior to his his term as President of the United States, he was the director of the CIA. Just a little revolving door here, folks. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I thought you might find that interesting. Uh, this one is, this, this is, this is pretty scary. You got to pay attention to this. There are some, there's a lot of give and take on this, but you got to think about it. Two Arizona parents say state child protective services officials have essentially kidnapped seven of their children after one child died mysteriously while in the care of a babysitter. 
though no criminal charges have been filed and no autopsy report has been issued by the medical examiner's office. According to interviews and data provided to Natural News, Jeff and Tabitha Shores of Avondale, a suburb of Phoenix, have so far been given no explanation as to why CPS officials who removed their children from their home have begun the process of terminating parental rights after their daughter, Chloe, three, who was born prematurely with a brain hemorrhage, collapsed and died more than five months ago in August. The details of the case are sort of kind of this. The evening of Chloe's death, Jeff and Tava left their, cho- their kids between two and ages two and nine with a babysitter and family friend, whom an account did not name but only described as a young African man in his 20s, that account, allegedly posted by Tabitha Shores on his blog site, said the couple left for the evening to attend a meeting before Jeff went to work, and she attended a study group for massage therapy course that she was taking. Ah. After dinner on the night of her death, the first account said all the children were playing outside. When Chloe fell, struck her head, no marks or bumps were found. Uh, blah, blah. Later in the evening, she woke up suddenly with a high-pitched scream, began to cry. Babysitter told police that he initially believed she had a nightmare, so he got her walked to the get her a drink of water. He said she appeared to be a bit unstable, but he attributed that to sleepiness. After sipping some water, Chloe's eyes rolled. She collapsed. The babysitter said he immediately called 911 and began CPR. After 45 minutes, Jeff and Tabitha had gotten word that Chloe was taken to the hospital, when they arrived home to check on the rest of their children and speak with the police, they said their house and others in the immediate city had been taped off like a crime scene. Tabitha said police instructed her to go to the hospital. Jeff remained behind. It gets uh, more and more complicated. As reported in Health Impact News, family advocate Stephen whatever, recently met with the Shores and found a number of discrepancies pertaining to the actions of CPS, Child Protective Services. The court documents and Child Protective Services documents misrepresent and conflict the facts. There is documentation added to the reports that did not occur. There seems to be documentation of threats made to the children by the foster parents and by CPS workers to elicit certain behaviors and language it appears that the parents' and grandparents' participation was, has already been discontinued if this ever was actively sought during the reunification process. It appears that the parents and grandparents have actively participated in every condition asked of them. There is nothing that shows that they have not fully participated when asked to do so by the courts or CPS. It appears as though one of the determining factors, and this goes back again, remember the the baby that was abducted in the New Hampshire hospital because the father was a member of, of Oath Keepers. No, no corroborating evidence, just in the mix of problems. He was a member of Oath Keepers. So because he was a rebel, they, they took his kid. Really. This seems to be something very similar. They're grasping at straws. Somebody had a this we're talking a witch hunt again here. Looks like the father had some MMS. It's a it's a mineral supplement. It's not approved. It's um it's controversial, but 
What's the big deal? Hmm. So they go in, and this child, their, their, this family is already suffering. Their child, who has was born with a major problem, dies at age five, and all the kids are taken and put in foster care. Yeah. Now, again, what are we talking here? The government wants to control everything. Part of part of the uh, Abominator's uh, State of the Union speech, I believe. I did not listen to it. I I wouldn't spend the time. I don't. I got too many better things to do than waste time listening to him talk. Oh my word! Uh, but apparently, one of the things that he asked for was or implied was essential was uh, free child care for every American. You got to know that that means funded by you, run by the federal government. Again, what are they doing with all that? It's indoctrination station for little kids, how to have federal control at six months of age, six weeks, who knows when they would allow, start taking uh, children into their government daycare. And then you go to government Head Start program, and then you go to government K through 12, and then you go, oh, common communist core, and then you go into the first two years of community college is free, really, really paid for by it's free 60 billion dollars uh, somehow i don't see that as free see how it's all tied together so we're putting in federal federally regulated daycare you gotta love the bowman phone that rings at all hours of the day and night interrupts everything so you have federally regulated daycare from Six six months of age to three years. Then you have Head Start. Then you have 12 years of, of government communist core school. Then you have two years of fully indoctrination, full indoctrination at the, at the uh, community college level for free. Yep. Paid for funded and operated by Communist Corps. Now, that is the battle for the mind. And wait till we do this one. You're going to love this. Uh, I wanted one other one here first. Uh, before we get into the battle for the mind, uh, where's the governor's statement? I had it pulled up here. The governor said, said that we're not going to do we're not going to do Common Core. Really, Governor? How long did it take for you to come to that stark realization? Was it something that was it something that somebody said, Governor? Finally, the Governor has come out and said we're not going to do Common Core. Too late, my friend. It's already in there. When the Maine Heritage Policy Center convinced you to put Stephen Bowen in in spite of our 
huge objections in spite of telling you very specifically that this guy had no clue about the Tenth Amendment, had no clue that Common Core is going to destroy our system. Now, two years later, after we brought two education experts into a meeting with you, and after having spent, uh, apparently you had a half hour with Charlotte Iserbeek, and you still took the word of the main Heritage Policy Center and just called it Common Core, but it wasn't Common Core, except it was Common Core, and you bought into it, Governor. You're gonna have to, you're gonna have to do some eye opening here, my friend. Okay, looks like we're going to actually get a chance to have that conversation again here real soon. Uh, I think we're going to have that conversation with the uh, Commissioner of Education for Maine here real soon, and probably a face-to-face -face conversation with the governor on that note real soon also. So we'll keep you posted on that. We're going to need some serious funding help to get all this done, folks. This is not the normal, uh, you know, we need some money to run the, the transmitter. We're going to need some money for transportation and the extra expenses that are going to come up to be able to fight this fight for you and I. We need to do this together. And this cannot be just something we, we just pass under the table and wait for somebody else to fund it. We need some help with this. We're going to need a few hundred bucks uh, right away to deal with this. So if you don't know how to do that, let me know. There's plenty of ways that you can help. Give us a call. Uh, you can go to wethepeopleofmaine.org or you can contact me directly at nofda.com at gmail.com, but we definitely need some help with this. You can also contact me, private message me on Facebook, Jack McCarthy, or Roostic Watchman. Any of those ways, there's plenty of ways of doing it. We need some help with this. It's, it's coming down to the wire, guys. And the battle for the minds, the battle for the minds of our children continues unabated. This from Personal Liberty. Who rules America? Not the people, but they believe they do. This, this article really kind of pulls together who the people are that are influencing everything we do. You gotta, where, do you, where, do you hear the, where do you hear how we tie this together? far easier for the establishment to rule as long as they can keep the people thinking that they rule themselves. Uh, he, he is the greater slave who thinks himself the most free. Is that the way that goes? Remember that uh, little truism? Mm -hmm. U.S. elections are a sham. As we see, about the only elections that are really valid are the ones at your local town level, folks. State elections, pretty, pretty suspect. Federal elections, get it. It's all rigged. But as long as people vote, they feel convinced that they can influence government. You can if you're influencing your local government. It's not about 
the Fed. We can't. We are never going to change the Fed from the from the bottom if we don't change the bottom first. We have got to fix. That's why this convention of states issue is gaining momentum. People are dissatisfied, but they don't understand that you cannot fix a federal government with an unconstitutional state government. We have to do the state government first. And that's going to take some serious, serious effort on everybody's part. If you want to join into it, by all means, we need lots of help. We cannot do this alone. We need people to dedicate some time, not hours and hours and hours. If there's enough people involved, we can get this done. At the county level, local levels, people will read bills. People will just write quickly the, the good and the bad of the bills from a constitutional standpoint, not from a personal, I want this done because it helps me or hurts me. I want this eliminated because it hurts me. I want this done because it helps me. Only what they are authorized to do for the defense and benefit of the people, not repugnant to the Constitution of Maine or that of the federal government. That's the criteria. It keeps it real simple. You just take these bills apart, you check them line for line with constitutional authority. Is this something that they can do? Yes, no. Yes, no. Yes, no. It's real simple. The other way to do it is to throw some money into the pot so we can get this all done. It's going to take a lot of effort. No one can do it alone. We don't have anybody that's uh, got deep pockets that can fund this. It's going to take a whole bunch of us contributing a little bit. So here's the here's the, the tie together here. To win, to win the recent the recent win by the establishment in the vote to retain Weeper John Boehner as Speaker, the revised proposal by Republican senators to bring in millions of immigrants for science, technology, engineering, and math, thats uh, they've got an acronym for that. There's always an acronym, isn't there? STEM. Science, technology, engineering, and math. Science, technology, engineering, and math. Jobs that do not exist. Where do the jobs go? overseas someplace, or they just killed them, jobs that do not exist, and the touting of Mitt Romney and Jeb Bush in the mainstream media as frontrunners for the GOP presidential nomination, this should have all been enough to have put the whole lie to bed that you have any control. People don't think for themselves, they think what the controlled media tells them to think. We are imprisoned by our thoughts as they are prescribed by the elites. Sadly, most people don't have a clue they don't know or what they don't know and believe they know far more than others in the crowd around them. They live their whole lives believing they make choices as they are free to do when they are making choices only as prescribed by the system and to the benefit of the state. See, that's the way it is. People often question the claim that the mass media is equally responsible for mass manipulation together with the politicians and ecumenical religious leaders. That's scary. What you may or may not know, however, is this simple fact. One world government, one world religion requires one world propaganda. 
Until one understands this fact, one cannot read between the lines or otherwise decipher mass media reports and thus begin to make sense of the global loonies and their global oni. A six or six mega corporations control 90% of all that you read, watch, or hear. Come on, people. This is down from more than 50 companies 30 years ago. The so-called journalists from these organizations operate in an echo chamber founded by a left-wing activist named Billy Wimsett. More than a thousand of these frontline journalists and editorialists from such organizations as CNN, Huffington Post, New York Times, Washington Post, Reuters, The Nation, Al Jazeera, America, U.S. News and World Report, along with members of progressive think tanks and activist organizations like the Center for Media and Democracy, the American Legislative Issue Campaign Exchange, and the American Sustainable Business Council. They are all members of a secretive and closed Google group called Game Changers Salon, in which they meet online to exchange information, ideas, and strategy to promote progressive ideas, policies, and candidates. Don't you like being manipulated, folks? Are you tired of it? Fortunately, that's why people listen to this show. People have input to this show and many others. There's lots of alternate media out there. If you have the, uh, the idea that you can get into it, do it. Don't take our word for it. They do some research. There's plenty of alternate media out there. And I'm not talking about Alex Jones. There's plenty of good alternate media out there that's digging through stuff. Lou Rockwell, uh, Jeff Lewis. There's plenty of good alternate media out there. You just got to go look for it. Stop. Get, get away from the tube. It's lying to you. And it's not just an incidental lie. It's an organized directed, agenda-driven lie. And if you're still buying into it, you're part of the problem, not part of the solution. Almost all major television media currently have strong ties to the Obama administration and government agencies. CBS News, listen to this. Talk about tied together. CBS News President David Rhodes and ABC News President Ben Sherwood both have siblings employed by Obama's National Security Council working on policy issues. Really? It gets worse. Former White House, where is it? Whoa, whoa, I missed one. Where'd it go? There it is. CNN's Virginia Mosley is married to Tom Mids. Who's Tom Mids? He's the former Deputy Secretary of State, who worked under Hillary Clinton when, during the time of Benghazi. wonder if he knows anything. Former White House Press Secretary Jay Carney, you know him, the guy that just stumbled all over the place and made every attempt to cover for the narcissist in chief. He's married to ABC reporter Claire Shipman. So, nothing wrong here, folks. Just move along. Carney, who was the White House press secretary, is now a contributor for CNN. Aha. National Public Radio's White House correspondent, Ari Shapiro, 
is married to uh, Michael who works in the White House Counsel's Office. Vice President Joe Biden's communication director is Shanglia Murray, a former reporter for the Washington Post, who is married to Neil King, one of the Wall Street Journal's top political reporters. Woo! Could you figure that all out? That's some serious tangled web, eh? But it's not confined to the Obama administration. Stephanopoulos, the chief anchor and chief political reporter at NBC News, is a former Democrat operative, and Bill Clinton, communications director and senior policy advisor. He's also a member of the Council on Foreign Relations. See the ties? There's some serious ties. The CFR, Council on Foreign Relations, according to the late Carol Quigley, himself a CFR member, in his book, Tragedy and Hope, is the American branch of a society which originated in England and which believes that national boundaries should be obliterated and a one-world rule established. That's the goal, folks. We know it's the goal. We know it's been going on for a long time. Guess what? That, that book of fairy tales, those, those wonderful little stories, uh, tells us about this. In the last days, it tells us that, that that fairy tale book, you know, the Bible, the one that's been around and survived longer than just about any other written document in history, warns us, tells us this is what's coming. There's nothing we're going to do to change it or stop it, but we're supposed to occupy and not be part of it. For more than eight decades, most cabinet posts for both Republican and Democrat presidents, as well as past presidents, vice presidents, presidential candidates are, were, or, or will be CFR members. They're all part of the club, which is why if you think changing Obama, if, even if we took him out of there as ineligible, Unless the people really, really took charge, nothing's going to change. Some of these people, Richard Nixon, Gerald Ford, George McGovern, Jimmy Carter, Jack Kemp, Geraldine Ferraro, George H.W. Bush, CIA George, Bill Clinton, Gary Hart, Harold Cuomo, Michael Dukakis, Walter Mondale, Dick Cheney, John McCain, Bill Bradley, John Kerry, Al Gore, John Edwards, Joe Lieberman, Gingrich, Biden, Clinton, and Clinton, and Clinton. The CFR's membership list is a who's who of the heads of the State Departments and senior presidential advisors, past and present. present. These are supposed to be people who disagree with each other. I mean, goodness. George McGovern and John McCain, they should be arch enemies. George Bush and and Hillary Clinton, they should be arch enemies. Sure. Al Gore. Al Gore? Al Gore? And and George H. W. Bush? These guys should be arch enemies. 
They're all part of the same club, folks. In the media, Fox News star Charles Krauthammer is a CFR member. By golly, as is Brokaw, Corrick, Rose, Rather, Sawyer, Walters, Zahn, Moyers, Zogby. Zogby polls? Uh, ding, hello. Fox News CEO Roger Ailes. Former w, George W. Bush press secretary Dana Perino is a Fox News co-host and political commentator. You getting the point here, folks? It's all connected. It's all manipulated. Our, the battle for your minds is enormous. This is what this is why back in the in the early 1900s, the Tavistock Institute decided that they had to infiltrate what the universities and the seminaries in order to bring about what progression, a nice progression, progressive. What's progressing? Why are they progressing? Where are they progressing from and to? They're going to progressing from a constitutional republic to communism. That's the progression. That's why it's progressive. Hello, Tim Russert, who hosted NBC's Meet the Press for 17 years, was a former Democrat operative and worked previously for Senator Moynihan and Mario Cuomo. Under the Bush regime, we learned that syndicated broadcast host Armstrong Williams, Armstrong Williams, this is the Bush, this is how many years ago? Was paid $240,000 by the Department of Education to promote the No Child Left Behind Act. You got to love it. No Child Left Behind. Or is it all children left behind? The dumbing down of America, folks. And you are funding it. They take it right out of your check. And you ask them to. How how nuts is that? Please, Mr. Employer, give me that W-4 form so I can sign it and beg the government to take my money and do nefarious things with it. Wow. In 2004, the Department of Health and Human Services, <laughs> Department of Health and Inhuman Services, disseminated a propaganda video promoting the Medicare prescription drug law that ended with the tagline, quote, in Washington, I'm Karen Ryan reporting. This video and several like it were run by local television stations as news clips without disclosing its source. This was blatant government propaganda that violated U.S. law, and it was shut down by an inspector general. See, there are a few good people in there that will do something if you poke them. But you and I need to be active. If they, it's just like there's some there's some good people right now in the main Congress, the Senate and legislature and 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 House. 
There are some good people in there, folks. If you and I can get engaged, if you and I will stand with them, if they know that they're being watched and that they will be helped, they will be get some backup, there's some good people in there that will make a difference. But why would they do it if, if they're going to be nothing but laughed at? I don't want to be laughed at. I don't want to be made be ridiculed. I don't mind if there's going to be a result. There's a possibility of actually making a difference. We're all the same in that respect. How many times when we spoke with the governor, as he's as he's agreeing that yeah, we've well, got a point there. You know, you got a point there. But how many are you? Four old men? Just four old men? How many are you? How many are we? How many are you? Are you going to take a stand? You need some support. You need to be involved. It's not about us. It's about restoring our republic in Maine. In October, last October, a German reporter revealed in his book called, I can't pronounce that, G-E-K-A-U-F-T-E, journalist, translates to bought journalism, that most of the national journalists work for intelligence agencies like the CIA, Germany's BDN, Israel's Mossad, and Great Britain's MI6. Dr. Udo told American Free Press that, quote, typically intelligence agencies use unofficial covers. People working for the agency, but not actually on its payroll as agents. It's a broad, loose network of friends doing one another favors. Many are lead journalists from numerous countries. This informality provides plausible deniability for both sides but it means an unofficial cover, as Dr. Udo became, is on his own if captured. Wow. See that thing? That plausible deniability thing? goes on all the time. Absolutely all the time. That's why it's a loose network. They're not actually employees. They can always deny that they were ever affiliated. Reporters get large sums of money, gifts, public recognition, significant career advancement, and open doors to the elite policymakers in the Trilateral Commission, which is nothing but an arm of the CFR, Atlantic Brunk, the Aspen Institute, German Marshall Fund of the United States, in exchange for information obtained through spying. Those who don't cooperate are fired. It's really that simple. This, this German author told RT, we're talking about puppets on a string, journalists who write or say whatever their masters tell them to write or say. If you see how the mainstream media is reporting about the Ukraine conflict, if you know what's really going on, you get the picture. The masters in the background are pushing for war with Russia. Western journalists are putting on their helmets. I'm ashamed I'm part of it. Unfortunately, I cannot reverse this. Although my superiors at the Frankfurt, well, I can't pronounce that either, 
Aljamine, Zentig, to prove to what I did, I'm still to blame. But yes, to my knowledge, I am the first to accuse myself and to prove many others are to blame. Wow. James Foley, the journalist allegedly beheaded by ISIS, was likely CIA and definitely had ties to the CIA front group, U.S. aid. If indeed he was beheaded, he learned firsthand what on his own, if captured, really means. It's common knowledge that CNN's George or Anderson Cooper was, is, it's conventional wisdom that once one is CIA, he is always CIA. CIA, before he took his, took his CNN gag, gag, gig, National Review founder William F. Buckley was also CIA and a CFR member. It's likely the CIA funded the startup of his neocon publication, National Review. His son Christopher revealed in a book that Buckley maintained CIA ties after he began running the magazine. Ah, there's the connections. You got to connect the dots here, folks. So-called feminist icon political activist and founder of MS Magazine, Gloria Steinman, is also CIA and a communist. Fox News, the go-to site for most conservatives looking for news that is fair and balanced, is partially owned, about a 7%, by Saudi prince ah, Alawid bin Tal. Tal has claimed in speeches that he's made calls to Fox majority owner Rupert Murdoch another member of the CFR who is Australian and whose British news agencies were involved in an illegal phone hacking scandal to influence the network's reporting on Muslim affairs. Angled web. The talking head commentators you see on television spitting the various pro-state, pro-war, particularly on Fox, are neocons and deceptions who earn paychecks from various think tanks funded by various corporations, co-ops, foreign governments, as are the experts testifying before congressional committees and lobbyists buying favors from Congress weasels and government agencies. Foreign relations, the key aim of the CFR, was the entry for globalism to destroy American sovereignty and independence. Got to pay attention to this stuff, folks. You just got to pay attention. This, this all ties it together. We should, we should all go over this. this uh, if anybody wants this, please contact me, and I will send you this letter, this article. You need to have this downloaded in print so that later somebody can say you can always reference it because people will deny that this, these people have these connections. No, they're all, they're all the good guys. There's a battle for your mind over who will control America. The truth is in plain sight for those who seek it, but none do inside the mainstream media because that is their death knell. That is why the elites want to control the Internet and shut down alternative media. Don't let them do it, folks. Don't let them do it. There's a battle on. There's a real battle on. Oh, there's some folks in chat. Sorry. Didn't know you guys were in there. Couldn't pay attention to more than one thing at a time. Oh, well. Uh, as we uh, get to the end of the show today, I want to uh, give you this from 
meet the people of Maine, and then we will do our close. If I can get this thing to come up where it's supposed to be so it works right. There it is. A message to all from co-directors of We the People of Maine, Incorporated, Wayne Leach, Jack McCarthy, and Phil Moretti, dated December 20, 2014. At one time or another, we have all known something is wrong with our federal and state governments. We all hope the election process is the answer to the dilemma. Year after year, we make our trek to the polls to elect those whom we hope will make changes necessary to ensure and protect our rights as mandated in the United States and Maine constitutions. We all know the election process always results in a drastic letdown, and again we look forward to the next election, hoping someday things will change. Do I have to reiterate the definition of insanity? Our founding fathers knew the election process only produced a procedure for establishing good government and that only the Republican form placed public servants into positions to guarantee and protect our God-given, natural, and unalienable rights. As good citizens of Maine, if we the people had taken the time to read and study our constitutions, we would know where and when our congressional and state legislators our chief executives, our courts, and our law enforcement officers have let us down. When public servants defy our rights, the United States and Maine constitutions are written so as to provide us with the means to intervene lawfully and constitutionally as we the people to reform and or punish the offenders. What we are proposing to do is to support, defend, and advertise these constitutions through a lawfully established corporation that will organize, educate, monitor, evaluate, report, and use constitutional processes to ensure these government legislative, executive, judicial, and law enforcement officers honor and abide by their oaths to support the constitutions and to create, follow, and enforce only those supreme laws of the constitutions. Soon, the governor and the 127th Maine legislature will go into session. The other elected and appointed public servants will also take their oaths and then assume their posts and do as instructed by their leaders. If we know some are doing wrong and do nothing about their neglect of and violations against their oaths and our constitutions, we will be complicit and as irresponsible as the violators are. No matter who we are, when we return home from our daily chores and occupations, no matter what they are, we are all on the same plane. We are all Maine people. Please read our request and consider joining our monumental movement. Please do not let this effort slip through your fingers. Yes, it may take your time, energy, and money, but we encourage you to look at this as the beginning of an effort that should be easy if we all come together and move forward as a unified force. It's going to take a cohesive force, folks. You can't do it alone. You need to be involved. If you're not involved, then maybe, maybe we need to think about it. A message? It's just we've got to all be involved if we're going to accomplish anything. It's happening as we speak. Good people are taking a stand. 
but they're not going to have a chance if they're not if you are not involved. Give them a call. Give us a call. Stay in touch. Get involved. Join the group. Whatever it takes. We need everybody participating. Thanks for being with us today, folks. Don't forget support the folks that do support us. We appreciate all of them. Natural Living Center in Bangor, the great big health food store. I get to hang out there a couple of days a week and help folks sometimes. And I would appreciate it if you uh, support them as you're shopping for your health and natural foods. Natural Living Center is on 209 Longview Drive in Bangor and can be reached at 207-990-2646. 207-990-2646. And John Cave and Countywide Vacuum. John sells the perfect vacuum services the rest. John's got a wall of bags. He'll take a bag of bags down, send it any place in the country. Give him a call, 207-492-1492. 207-492-1492, John Caven, Countywide Vacuum. And if you're running around in the North Aroostook County area, stop into Willette's Variety, fill up with gas, get some hot coffee and donuts, artery cloggers, but are they good? And Chester Fried Chicken for your lunch. Get out there and hit the snowmobile trails. Spend a little money. Enjoy the gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous uh, January in Aroostook County. Well, that's Variety right on Sweden Street across from Caribou Performing Arts Center in Caribou. Have a great day, folks, and we'll see you on radio. WXME AM 780, Monticello, Holton, Presque Isle. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.